Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today, here at ONS Congress, and I'm joined by Leslie Glenn. Thank you so much for joining today. Thank you for having me. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. So my name is Leslie Kailani Glenn. Um, I have been living with metastatic breast cancer for 10 and a half years. Um, I live in Southern Oregon, otherwise known as the Rogue Valley, and I have two cats and one dog. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm interested to learn more about Project Life. Uh, would you like to share how you came about to found it and what it does? Yeah, absolutely. So Project Life came out of my own experience of not being able to find survivorship programs for those of us living with advanced disease. So it was um, a big, it's a big topic within the metastatic breast cancer community. And for so many years, I was always um, challenged with the gatekeepers that would say, we don't have anything for those of you with metastatic breast cancer. Um, so come back to us when you're done with treatment. And I'm like, well, we will never be done with treatment. Um, so therefore it was like, I really had to curate how I wanted to live the rest of my life. And with new treatments and research and the new advances um, coming, it's like we're living longer. You know, the statistics show three to five years, I'm 10 and a half years out. And so we deserve these resources and survivorship programs just as much as the early stage people. Um, and so I said, okay, about three years ago, I'm like, all right, I've been complaining about this for a while, so why don't I do something about it? Um, so that's where Project Life was founded. Um, it, we opened right at um, the start of the pandemic. So I had to pivot because what I wanted to do was take things on the ground, but it's like, oh, can't do that anymore. Everything has to be virtual now. So trying to figure out, okay, well, what can I do that's virtual, that's supportive um, for men and women and their caregivers um, that are affected by metastatic breast cancer? And I thought, well, what about a wellness house? So the wellness house is the model of a house and every room on the website, for example, if you go into the garden, you'll find our yoga and meditation, you'll find our writing, our journaling classes, you'll find our healing circles, which is our model for support groups. Um, we do therapeutic art in the kitchen, we do nutrition classes and live cooking classes. In the foyer, you can sign up to find a mentor. Um, and get resources if you're early diagnosed. So we have movement classes. We really are about integrative oncology and providing real um, psychosocial and support and community. Um, and it's been, we are now global. We have people from Norway, Australia, and New Zealand that participate. Um, we're just over two years old and have over 500 members so far. Wow, that's amazing. I really love that it's set up like a house. That's a really interesting concept. Yeah, yeah. Um, such a great way to incorporate, you know, the challenges from the pandemic and use it as, you know, virtually. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, so you're about to uh, present a session titled Practicing Inclusion in Emerging Science of Metastatic Cancer. Uh, would you like to give a little preview of what the presentation will be about? Yeah, so basically I'll be sharing just kind of my personal story and what inclusion um, means for those of us living with advanced disease. And, you know, it's so much more than just race and color. It's 
we have advanced disease, include us in the conversations that are going on, include us and, um, you know, make sure that you're not um, disregarding when especially young women are being diagnosed with stage four MBC at alarming rates. And it's because they're being dismissed for their symptoms. And so I really want clinicians and nurses who are on the front line to know if someone young comes through the doors and they're like 24, they don't fit the bill of someone that would you know, be diagnosed with breast cancer, just listen to them because they know their bodies. Um, and you know, there's countless stories of young women being diagnosed with stage four because they were dismissed. And by the time someone listened to them, it was three or four years down the road. So talking about those kinds of things, talking about inclusion as far as it means to the LGBTQ plus community, which is such an overlooked um, um, community that um, Project Life is starting a new initiative to really look at them and to see what they what their needs are so that they don't get, you know, brushed under the rug because that's a whole different, you know, topic of challenges and things that they are going through. But most of all, don't forget about us. We're not dead yet. You know, I'm still alive. I'm still here. Still want to live my best life. Um, so, yeah, just hope to inspire and share um, what I've been doing. Absolutely. That's great. Um, so for nurses who aren't able to attend the talk today, um, are there any take-home messages you could share um, that they could bring back and, and use when they're treating patients? Absolutely. So my number one take-home is just listen to us. Just oftentimes we show up in the infusion rooms and if you listen, you might pick up on someone being really vulnerable without them really meaning to be vulnerable where they might be facing financial toxicity or there might be a breakdown in their relationships. Um, and just that little bit of caring and understanding that this may be a really crappy day for us. And if we say we don't wanna get poked more than two times, we kind of really mean it. <laughs> you know, especially for those of us that have been doing it for so long. If I say you can try two times, if you don't get it, then we're not doing this today. Um, so, and I really want, because oncology nurses are so special, that we want them to take care of themselves, just as much as people say, take care of yourself as a cancer patient. We're like, please take care of yourself, spend time with your family, you know, do your vacations, get your massages, get your nails done, um, because if you're doing well, then that just, you know, passes over to how we are being treated as right. patients. Definitely. Well, this is so great to talk with you and to learn about Project Life. So thank yeah. you so much for sharing all this. Thank you.